Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. So last week, we talked about the benefits of thinking positive by taking a different approach and talk about the impact negative thinking has on an individual. And like I said in last week's episode, to understand the whole concept of thinking positive feels like such a cliche because as people in general, we naturally look for the answer. Give me what I need to start thinking positive. Don't tell me the impact. I understand the impact. Tell me exactly what I need to start thinking positive. And the thing about it, there is no cut and dry method or there is no cut and dry mechanism that can be implemented to tell you this is exactly what you need to do to think positive. But what I can say is being more consciously aware of what you are letting come into your mind is a very big component into the whole positive thinking structure. If you are allowing yourself to be constantly consumed with negative behaviors, negative patterns, negative talk, those different things, then what do you think is going to happen to you? You're going to begin unconsciously, right? Thinking negative. That's going to become your new norm. So I always say be careful on what you allow yourself to consume because to think positive, I think you have to be in a conscious state of mind because you have to catch those negative thoughts. You can't just allow them to run rapid. But when you are consuming things, that's that's television, social media, any of those things, you know, just being in a conversation with someone that is always thinking or always talking negative to some degree, it's it's not, you're, you're not making a rubber. It's not going to bounce off of you, right? Those are the things that's going to be absorbed in your way of thinking. And next thing you know, you know, l- little before you know it, you're going to start thinking that way too. So if, if I was to give any type of tip on how to start thinking more positive is to be consciously aware of what you are allowing yourself to consume and being intentional about protecting your inner self, your inner thoughts, your inner peace, right? So that you are not on that whole negative thought bandwagon. Now you're going down a rabbit hole. So that was last week's episode. If you haven't had the chance to check it out, I strongly recommend you check it out because like I said, at the end of last week's episode, I have a treat for you guys this week. And this week we are going to be talking about the part of me understanding my personality. Now I'm going to hit you with some psychology first, just like the origin in the background of exactly what we're going to be talking about and the particular test I'm going to be referencing. And then we're going to go into diving into exactly what that personality test is assessing and what you're supposed to get out of it. Now, there is no secret that there are hundreds of personality assessments that are out there. Some of them that root from the direct origin, from the original points of the personality test, like the Myers-Briggs, the 16 personalities, the DISC personality assessment test. 
and then be others that were developed through someone's Google Forms and they are using the concept of the original ones that I just mentioned. Today, I'm gonna talk about one that is seldomly used, but still has as much impact and relevance and information as all the other ones that we most commonly use. Now, this one is called the True Colors Test or True Colors Personality Test. Now, the True Colors Test consists of four colors, red, yellow, green, and blue. And each color represents a certain trait a person's personality consists of. Now, each color's trait is directly associated with a DIS behavior. And the DIS is an actual personality assessment and it stands for dominant, inspiring, stable, or compliant. Now, the DISC assessment, which is honestly a little bit more thorough, but is also looking at your behaviors and is also assessing something a little bit different. The DISC behavior assessment is a personality assessment, but it's determining how you respond to challenges and situations or how you interact with others or how you are influenced by others or how you are influencing others. Now, the True Color personality test, that was created by a man named Don Laurie in 1978. But the concept it somewhat stemmed from or has connectivity to, which is the DISC assessment we talked about. Now, that one, that was created by a psychiatrist and a psychoanalyst by the name of Carl Jung, and that was created in 1912. Now, the reason that information is relevant or holds some level of significance, because if you look at the two uh, different type of assessments or what they're assessing for, they almost look somewhat the same. And like I said, within the true colors test, it has some direct, well, not some really, it has the direct connectivity on what DISC uh, behavior you would have if you in fact took the DISC test. But this is more so looking at the traits as opposed to where the DISC is looking at the behavior. Now, that is a quick snapshot of the true colors test and a little bit about the DISC test. There is a lot more, a lot, a lot more history, information, the concept and everything that you can dive into. And if you want to do your own personal research on that, I absolutely encourage it because it gives some type of background on how we got to here. Uh, But that's just a quick snapshot so that you understand exactly where these tests came from and what the intentions are of it all. Now, in today's episode, I'm not going to do an audio questionnaire for you to then tally up at the end and determine which one of these categories or which one of these traits you demonstrate the most and then you know exactly which color area you're in. I'm not going to do that. But what I am going to do is I'm going to talk about each one of the colors within the true colors test. Um, And if you like, there are some that have been established online. I cannot give you a pinpoint one on which I say is the best one for you to utilize. But there are ones available online if you want to do an online test to determine exactly which personality you uh, fall into for the true colors test. So with that disclaimer being said, I'm going to break down each of the four areas of the true colors test and we're actually going to start with the color blue. Also, stay into the end if you want to hear which color category I actually fell into for the test. And it's, and it's actually so spot on. And it's, it's hilarious. But let's go ahead and start out with the color blue. If you fall within the color blue, these are going to be some traits that you demonstrate within your personality. You may be emotionally driven. You may seek harmony in groups. You may be enthusiastic. You may be creative and you may be sympathetic. 
Now, the capacity of which you are demonstrating these traits is when you are interacting with other people or it's in a way of which you will respond to any given situation. So if you're blue, your personality may surround social connectivity. You are that person that finds happiness in relationships. You may be that person that people can go to for deep conversations, or that person that's sitting with that individual trying to help find a solution to their their problem. So that's you if you're in blue. Now, yellow, which can sometimes be interchangeable with gold, you have the traits of someone who's loyalty driven, you respect rules and authority, you are responsible, you are organized, and you are appreciative. Now, you are the person who values integrity, hanging around people that are trustworthy. And then the other component of you is you also enjoy getting things done. You get some little satisfaction when you complete that goal or complete a component of that goal. So that's what you have your big valuable marks on. Now, if you are orange, you are probably a sales team dream member. So the trace of a person who falls within orange is short-term driven. You are all for change. You are all for variety. You are adventurous, you are competitive, and you are a little bit impulsive. Now, these are your outgoing, fun-loving, and charming individuals. People hang around you because your fun-loving, excitable energy is contagious. And that's what people love about you. All right. Then we have our green personality. And those traits are logically driven, independent thinker, focused, efficient, and analytical. Now, people come to you because they know you're going to get it done. You are a problem solver. You are logical in thinking. You are all about innovation and you're all about systems. Like this, I utilize this system because this system works. Now, if you notice some of these traits are overlapping and you might start to ponder, ask yourself the question of, okay, I do this, but I also do this, but I do this and I also do this. Now, some may say you have one and that's it. And then others may say, yes, it it overlaps. You can have both and all these different things. Now, it is true of the overlapping component. So you could demonstrate a certain percentage of one and a certain percentage of other, right? But the one that you demonstrate the most percentage of, that is primarily the personality traits that you fall into. Now, remember, and this is partly why I like the disassessment because your responses and your traits can be influenced by certain things. So the situation, if you are influencing someone or being influenced by someone, the patterns, the environment, they can in fact adjust or change the way of which you will respond to a certain situation. Now, when you hear me saying these traits, and I want to say that these traits are not limited to what I mentioned. There is a plethora of characteristics and traits that fall under each one of these categories, but This is why you may be taking the test. You may be hearing going to say, oh, I have this and I have that. And it's because it can be influential by what you are experiencing within that moment. So on some occasions, you may make decisions that are impulsive, competitive, or short-term driven. But in other cases, you may find yourself thinking a little bit more logically, being more of a forward thinker and how you are handling that that moment. Now, I do agree with the concept that you can fall in many of these areas and you could be experiencing different characteristics and different traits that fall into the different categories of personality of or 
particularly this true colors test. But I do believe when you come to that whole dis model or which is another personality test where it is strongly based upon the the situation that is transpiring within that moment, I do strongly think that your personality does have the ability to change and evolve and respond based on what you are handling within that moment. So all in all, why does this have any type of relevance to the goal setting process? To know your goal, to know where you're going, to knowing what drives you is to knowing yourself. Certain things that drive other people It's not going to be the same things that drive you. So the way one person may respond or interpret a situation may be 100% different than how you respond and how you interpret a situation, which is why I always lean heavy on stop comparing your journey to someone else's journey because it's not an apples to apples situation. You can have the exact same resources as them, the exact same network as them, and may experience a completely different outcome as them because the characteristics and traits that drive them or that is forward for them may not be the same for you and vice versa. Have you ever had a conversation with a person and either the thought came across your head or you outwardly said and said, why can't you blah, 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 X, Y, Z, so on and so forth. It's because you're trying to compare two completely different people, two completely different personalities to the same journey. So when you are goal setting and when you are determining exactly what you want out of all of this, make sure it's what you want out of it. And in order to do that, you must understand you. So take that time, the same amount of time and energy you put into trying to identify the goal that you want, take the time to learn yourself. Take the time to learn your triggers. Take the time to determine what is important to you. What holds significance and weight to you? How would I respond to that? How would I go about attacking that? Learn those things. And I can assure you, it's going to make the goal setting, not getting to the goal, because I want you to understand that obstacles and all those different things also still exist, but it's going to make the goal setting process a bit more easier because you're understanding you and you are developing and designing your journey strictly based on you. So I gave you a lot of information in this episode and I hope that it has registered and it may take some time for it to digest, but once it's all in there, I want you to make sure that you are actually sitting aside time to learn you, understand you, because you are dope. You are an awesome person. So put that energy into getting to know yourself. Also, for all of those who guess green for my true color test, you are correct. It was green. So as always, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Make sure you check out past episodes. I have something cooking up real nice for you guys in the month of December. So as always, I appreciate you guys so, so much. And thank you for being part of me.